Whoa, 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 this is episode 100. Are you ready to be the master architect of your life? Are you ready to design your business and invest the needs that create the lifestyle you've always dreamt of? Are you ready to learn from entrepreneurs and millionaires who have achieved a certain level of success? Hey, this is Derek, location-independent entrepreneur, and you are listening to the Before the Millions podcast. Hi, I'm Gina Lofton. I am an investor, and you're listening to the Before the Millions podcast. Hey there, my name is Heather Havenwood, marketing coach and global entrepreneur. And you are listening to the Before the Millions podcast. Hey, this is Mark Asquith, the host of the 7 Minute Mentor podcast, global entrepreneur and all-round geek. And you are listening to the Before the Millions podcast. I am MC Lobsher, the Cashflow Ninja, and you're listening to Before the Millions podcast. You're listening to the Before the Millions podcast. But whether you're looking to invest for cash flow or build an online business that allows you to be location independent, you've come to the right place. Mr. Hollywood himself presents the Before the Millions podcast. And now, your host, DeRay Olalaye. Yo, what's going on, BTM Tribe? We're back for another week, another installment of the Before the Millions podcast. And let's start by saying that this is episode 100. Episode 100. We've made it to 100 episodes. We are officially three digits. That is beautiful. And it's really a testament not to myself and our consistency here at BTM, but you guys. Really and truly, I feel as though you guys are the lifeblood of this podcast, the lifeblood of this business. And honestly, truly, we would not be here without you guys. I would not be here without you guys. So I want to thank each and every single one of you who tune in and listen to the Before the Millions podcast. I also want to give thanks to all the people who have reached out, the people who listen to this podcast and have reached out to me and just kind of given me their opinion on the podcast, how they feel about it, what it's been able to help them do, how they've grown from it, all that good stuff. I appreciate each and every single one of you guys so much. I mean, sometimes it's it's hard to convey in words how appreciative or how much gratitude like I feel when I do get a message from a member of the tribe and most recently a member of the tribe hit me up via Insta DMs and said this. Just wanted to thank you for the inspiration you have provided. I've been through 98, again, guys, 98 episodes. Oh my goodness, we're at 100. I have been through 98 episodes now in the last three months. Surprisingly, my little brother is the one who recommended you and you had taken the time out of your day to speak with him and give him a new lease on life. You're a cool guy and please keep this going for all of us in need of help on their entrepreneurial career. Now, this is from my main man, Trevor. And Trevor has like a really dope Instagram handle, by the way. His Instagram handle is create, build, live. And I just thought that was awesome. Like that is literally like motivation for him every single time he logs into his account and for everybody who follows him, right? So uh, shout out to Trevor and that heartfelt message. It really, really was inspirational for me. And it's Those types of messages that I get that really, really keeps me going, right? That really has me like, man, like there's so many people out there that actually listen to this podcast that enjoy this inspiration. As much as I can see the numbers and the statistics, like that's not as an emotional of a connection when I actually hear from people that this podcast or that our conversation has benefited, right? So whenever I get one of those, I always like to cherish those and actually keep those and I refer back to them whenever I need a pick-me-up. 
Now this episode, episode 100, numero 100, 100? is this 100? Yeah, number 100. This episode is not going to be a whole lot of mushy gushy. We're in our feelings. We're looking at the past two years and we're going through the vault and we're talking and highlighting our best episodes. I mean, that'd be fun. That would be amazing. And I may actually do that soon for a different mile marker. But for today, I want to tackle a problem head on, a problem that we don't often talk about because we don't perceive it as a problem or we do. And we just think that there's nothing we can do about it. And for content creators, or let me just speak for myself, when I see the numbers, again, going back to the numbers, when I see the numbers and the podcast downloads for particular episodes, and I notice that there are a few that are lagging that don't get as much attention as others, I'm like, okay, well, that's a topic that we either are good on or we don't want to talk about. But then I went into this a little bit further and I was like, okay, well, there are some episodes like the time management aspect of entrepreneurship, or I look at these episodes don't get as many hits, but the number one problem, literally guys, the number one problem that so many people have presented to me just even over the past month. I mean, from my mastermind members to my workshop clients to just the general people like Trevor's brother that I just help on the phone on a daily basis because I can. All of us have this one conundrum. My mentors have this conundrum. It's crazy. And we don't often touch on it. Maybe because again, as content creators, I'm just like, well, I mean, people are good on this. People obviously know that, but no, we don't. That is not the case. We are not good on this. We need more training and we need more guidance in this area. And we need to start perfecting this area because this is actually the single most important thing because all of the money in the world couldn't buy you more time. So the trick is not to name this podcast episode, time wealth or the time management aspect of entrepreneurship or any other podcast title that prevent you guys from clicking on it, but rather more money, less time, better results. If I can provide that for you guys by the end of this episode, then I'd consider this to be an episode 100 well worth it. So let's get into it. So I've been doing some research and I found out that Warren Buffett has right around 168 hours in his week. I know, crazy, right? And I found out that Charlie Munger and Ray Dalio and Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone and Oprah and Bill Gates and Michael Jordan, I found out that they all had right around 168 hours in their week as well. And then what really threw me off (laughs) was the fact that I looked at the amount of time me and you have in our weeks and it was eerily close. It was like between like 167 and like 169. It was so I took that number and I was like, okay, there are 168 hours in a week. Cool. Got that. If you sleep eight hours a day, I'm sorry, but most people don't. And if you do, like, that is amazing. We cannot use myself as an example for this part uh, because I really don't know how many hours a week I sleep. I mean, some nights I may get eight hours and some nights I may get an hour and a half. But for most people, let's just say you are averaging eight hours a day for seven days a week, which is 56 hours taken away from your 168 hour week. Now, let's say that you work uh, 50 hours a week. And again, this is give or take, right? So let's leave some room for buffer. Some of you actually have like 40 hour weeks on the dot. But what about the people who have an extra long commute, right? 
Some of you guys may be closer to 50 hours a week total when you kind of figure in your prep time to get ready for work, your commute, you know, all the time after work, before you get start your next activity. I mean, all of that kind of goes into all the time that you spend doing work as it relates to work, right? So a 50-hour work week could easily be a 45-hour week that re- that's related to work or a 50-hour week that's related to work. So kind of choose your numbers as you see fit. But for this example, we have a 56-hour sleep week and a 50-hour work week. Now we have 62 hours left. These 62 hours, I mean, you can do whatever you want. And this is a whole lot of time, right? I mean, you got 62 hours left for what? Like overtime, errands, family time, right? The kiddos. You could have like a business on the side or like maybe a second job. Like, I mean, you could throw a 20-hour week second job in there with 62 hours, can't you? Cooking and cleaning, you got to work out. I mean, that's like, what, an hour, two hours a day, plus the commute, leisure, volunteering, events. I mean, nothing, right? You could do nothing. Pick up a hobby. You may have a significant other. Man, this is actually, this list is getting pretty lengthy for 62 hours left in the week. But anyway, somehow, some way, we find a way to make it work. I don't really understand it, but we got 62 hours after work and after sleep, and we find a way to make it work. Or do we? Because most of us are struggling with our time. Struggling. I mean, the two top struggles I see are financial problems in a family and time. And if one could cure the other one, and most likely people are always like, hey, if I make more money, I, I, can, put, I can focus my efforts on having more time with the added money. But that's often not the case. And it's very backwards thinking because we're like, well, yeah, there's a million and one reasons why I can think of that making more money would uh, provide me with more time and I can hire people and I can have a nanny and all this and that. Most of us will never get to that point because we're working the equation all wrong. If we did make it to this point without the principles that we're going to discuss, we would still find a way to squander our time and not be super efficient and get to our goals. We need to have more time and create more time and use our time that we do have efficiently on the right activity. And that'll be what produces the fruit that we're looking for. So again, 62 hours a week. I mean, from a conceptual standpoint, us talking amongst each other right now, that sounds like a lot to be able to do all these other things. But then when you start naming off all those things, it goes really, really fast. Like again, overtime, errands, family time, business, second job, cooking, cleaning, workout, leisure, volunteering, events, nothing, hobbies, significant others. The list goes on. But on this episode, I want to more so talk about the first-time investors or the first-time entrepreneurs who are trying to find the hours in their week to allocate towards building their lifestyle. Not their second job, not cooking and cleaning, not leisure time, but building their lifestyle. More specifically, building a lifestyle business. Because if you're not dedicating the right time and using that time to the right use, you're spinning your wheels. I've done it. I've been there. I find myself there every now and again, even still today, and I will continue to find myself there sometimes. But if we implement certain things in our lives, certain fail-safe, certain habits, certain groups even, we have that reinforcement. We create these boundaries, we build our lifestyle, and we bring joy to our lives and our families' lives because we've accomplished our goal. We've achieved this ultimate lifestyle design, dream, whatever it is for you. For me, it's travel. It's it's full-time travel, really. I mean, you guys know that about me. For you, it may be stability. It may be legacy, right? It may be setting an example for your brothers and sisters. It may be changing the direction that your whole entire family has been going through for generations. But you can't stop the cycle if you don't have the time to do it and if you're not focused on the right things. So again, guys, this is 
episode 100. We're getting to the nitty gritty. We're going to show you how to make more money in less time and get you better results. Let's hop into the tip of the week real quick, and then we'll continue this conversation on the other side, and I'll show you the exact five things you can do today to guarantee that you have time in your business to grow your business, to work in and on your business, to have this business flourish while you still have a full-time job. Let's get to it. DeRay's Tip of the Week. Imagine, imagine a world where there's an app. And this app, it allows you to, let's just say, sleep. And like, not that tired, groggy, waking up, just like, who am I type sleep, but that short, quick, refreshed, a burst of energy, a new day, some new motivation type sleep. Well, there's an app and it's called the Power Nap app. This app, ladies and gentlemen, will help you get more sleep with less effort and will wake you up when it is time to wake up. I mean, it's crazy. It's really not crazy, but I love the Power Nap app because, again, there's a certain time length and maybe like past 30 minutes or something, but there's a certain time length in which you, you go from that light, beautiful type sleep and I'm not using any medical terms and you guys could research it yourself. So I'm just going to use our quick and dirty terms um, and you guys will know what I mean. But you go from that light, beautiful type sleep phase after like maybe 30 minutes. And again, the actual numbers that I'm using are not scientifically proven, but there are stages and it's around that mark. You guys can look it up. But around that time is when you go from that that light sleep to that trans, that that deep slumber. And when you wake up out of that deep slumber, that's when you're like, what day is it? Who am I? who am I today? Why am I here? Where am I? Right. But with this app, you get the perfect time in between meetings in your car real quick. I don't know if you're at home, if you work from home, head upstairs or sleep on the love seat or the couch. And maybe it's been a long day of meetings and you're just like, dude, I got I to just get some shut eye for a good 10, a solid 10 minutes. I, I did this like for the first time the other day. It was amazing. And I thought I was scared about it because it's like I never sleep during the day. Like I, I've never been a big fan. Like I knew like when I was like in kindergarten and we used to do it like it was dope. But man, you know how you just those hour and a half naps. I mean, they just kill your day and you're sluggish. Like you can't tap out of that state. So I was always like, mm, I'm good on naps. But I've recently been you know, looking at some of the research and more and more people have been talking about it. And a lot of my mentors do it now. I was just like, let me see, because I, I've, you know, this past Friday, I was literally on calls, guys, from I think like 7 a.m. to about midnight. And I don't mean I had a few breaks in between. I mean, I had a call on the hour every I posted on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, you will see some of my daily doings. And you'd be like, this, this guy's a madman. But I had a call on the hour every hour this past Friday from 7 a.m. to midnight. And it was it was it was amazing. There's so many breakthroughs, so many challenges, so many systems we implemented. But boy, my voice was gone. It was draining. And even like by like my fourth call, because I mean, four calls, that's four hours nonstop talking. So by my fourth call, like I started getting tired and I, again, I don't have any breaks. Right. But luckily that call ended about 15 minutes before the hour. So I had about 15 minutes. I was like, okay, what am I going to do with this time? But I'm so drained, but there's so much more I need to give today that I want to give today. How do I, how do I get that energy? I can go drink coffee. I can go have an energy drink or I can pull out my phone and find the power nap app. You would think this is an ad or like I'm a sponsor for these people, but I am not. (laughs) 
So I left the office and I went and I got in bed and I didn't you know I make my bed every morning. But so I didn't pull out the covers like I literally just laid on top of my bed and on my back and I just put the app on. It lets you pick the sound that you want to play. So like you can pay, like, play like a beach sound. You can play the creek. You can play rain, heavy rain, forest, thunder. You can unlock waterfalls, birds, all types of stuff. And you set the time and you let the app do the magic. You'll be asleep before you know it. And then there's an alarm that wakes you up and it's a natural alarm, right? It's not something like like the iPhone does. It's, it's a natural alarm that just kind of goes along with the sound that you've picked. So we've been talking about our time and what we dedicate it to and how efficient we are with. We're going to get into a whole bunch of really good content when we get into the future presentation. But wouldn't just this be the perfect tip of the week? Get you a nap in. Use the power nap app and get you a nap in and just see the results. Like you take that 10 minute nap, you wake up refreshed, recharged, regenerated, rejuvenated, revived. Is there any other word I can think of in the next few seconds? No. Replenished. Right. I mean, dude, the power nap app. The new way to sleep. (laughs) All right, let's get to the show. And now your feature presentation. Okay, you guys know about the 430 workout, right? You know, the workout where, for me, there was a period in my life where my roommate and one of my best friends was working out at 430 in the morning. And I said, hey, that's pretty cool. We can knock out our workout before we go to work. Back when I had a W-2 job. We can knock out our workout before we go to work. And that way, when we get off of work, we could be just like everybody else and do what we want. That is amazing. I'm on board. I know it's going to be hard, but I'm on board. That was like boot camp. That was like one of the craziest things I've ever done. And you're probably like, Dre, it was just a workout. But I mean, 4.30 in the morning is pretty early. So that's an option when you think about like how you kind of fit your workout into your day. I don't see a whole bunch of people be successful with that, but I know that it works for some people, right? And I remember like my ex-girlfriend, like she wouldn't dare wake up that early. Like she's not gonna, and if she does, it's not gonna be for a workout, right? So in that scenario, like I'm not about to wake up at 4.30 in the morning and be the only one awake and work out and then have to produce and have as much energy as everybody else as I'm going to work for the day. That just wasn't gonna happen when I was in that scenario. So again, for me, that 4.30 thing came and gone as quick as it did when I had a roommate. And then you try the the um, the lunch workout, right? The one where you take your stuff to work, your gym bag and your banana and your protein shake and all that good stuff. And the, during that lunch break, man, you dash to the... And I don't... I can't relate to this one. I've never done it. I, I refuse to have ever tried this. Um, it just, it's just not me. I'm not about to go through this whole process and put work clothes back on. I just don't, I don't, I couldn't do it, but people do it and people love it and it's going to work for some people. Yeah. Yeah. Let's skip over that one because I, I have no stories. Then you have the after work workout, right? This one, oh man, it's like hit or miss, especially depending on where you work and how far your commute is. And if you have a gym on site or if you're going to travel to go to the gym and the traffic, if you're going to travel and the amount of people that are going to be at the gym, because it's going to be packed around five or six or seven and boy, all your day is gone. It's time to go to bed and you're drained from work from bosses yelling at you. Well, I hope nobody's yelling at you guys. And now from this workout, it's a lot. And if you have kids and now kids are at home and it's time to do homework or they're crying for their food or it's time to put them to bed and give them showers, dude. So I think about things like working out, things like running errands and cooking, right? Cleaning, going to events, right? 
all the things that we have to do that surround our sleep and work schedule. And it's just like, dude, how will I ever be able to build a business? Where's the time? I have a few, just a few little things I've picked up in my short stint as an entrepreneur. And I would like to share those with you. I think that each of these things may help you get on your way, if not totally change your life. And these are simple shifts. These are things you can implement today. You can start today and you'll see massive results in your business and in your work and in your family and in your relationships and everything that you do because structure. You guys know I love structure. I like systems around everything. It's just who I am. It's how I'm built. And if I can give you a system or a structure to help you make your life better, then I'm going to do that. So let's talk about the very first thing that you can do to create more time for your business, for your lifestyle business, for your real estate investment needs, goals, wants, and desires. The very first things I want you to, the very first thing I want you to consider is rearranging your time. Yeah. I came out with the big guns. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, hear me out. And it's something that goes literally right over our noses sometimes, or is it right under your nose? You can't really put anything over. Okay. So it goes right under our noses. And this is why. Let me actually, let me give you an example. A member in my mastermind had this time conundrum. Like he's, he's working, I think 12 hour days for, so from like six to six, it's, it's, it's crazy. And it takes him about 30 minutes to get to work. And he already has to wake up at, at 4.30 to be at work, right? And he has to wake up at 4.30 to be at work by six. And then when he gets off of work, he's off by six and he wants to, what he typically does is it takes him 30 minutes to get home, respond to emails, do some ancillary work in his business. And then that'd be like 30 minutes to an hour and then 30 minutes to get to the gym, do some workouts, you know, get it in, whatever. Right. And then 30 minutes back home where he finishes off his day with hopefully dinner and does more work in the business. So in total, he was getting about like two hours, maybe max three hours worth of business time. And it was just like, dude, and half that time it was like customer service and all these other things that are going on in his business. And I was like, dude, we got to figure this out. Like, you can't go on like this, right? Like, he's like, no. I was like, okay, let's start with the most simplest thing. What, I mean, let's kind of see if we could move some things around. So we explored that idea. And we, the first thing that you guys probably realize is the first thing that him and I realized is we started combing through a, through a schedule, which was that he was commuting for about mm, an hour and a half to two hours after work. Now, this was major time, right? And even something that I didn't mention to him on our call, but he could have even used that commute time to get some work done. But I'll make sure to tell him that now that I've thought about that anyways. But he was commuting an hour and a half to two hours a day after work, totally first off killing his drive, his momentum and the time that he had to actually do some things in his business, the business that is eventually going to create his lifestyle design. So I was like, okay, you go to work, you go home, you go to the gym you go home. There's a redundancy there. And if we can clear up that redundancy, I think it'll clear up. I think it'll free up a whole lot of time. And he agreed. And if we could simply just switch, right? Switch that process of going home and then going to the gym and then going back home. If you could just go straight to the gym after work, have your bags ready from, you know, the night before, put it in your car in the morning and go straight to the gym. You would literally cut out 30 minutes to an hour because the drive time may be just 30 minutes that he's cutting out. But there's so much, there's so much baggage time. And that's a term I literally just created. There's so much baggage time that goes with everything, like preparing to go somewhere and then actually getting there and setting up whatever it is that you have to do. There's that, there's a certain component of that in everything that we do, everything that we go through, even the mental energy from shifting tasks, right? That takes a toll on you. 
So I think that that 30 minutes saved is really more like an hour saved, if not more of time, just because you can, you, you switch the fact that you're going home and then going to the gym and then going back home. Like I imagine even, even that initial trip home, you're probably going to pack and stuff to go for the, to go to the gym. So it's, it's way more than 30 minutes saved. So we, we were like, Hey, let's implement this shift. Let's just rearrange your time. We didn't add anything. We didn't subtract anything. We simply implemented a rotation of things. That's how simple it can be. Right? So what are some of those things in your life that, that can possibly be redundancies? You know, a good thing to do is to maybe just track over the next week, every single task that you perform in your business and every single task that you perform in general throughout the day, whether it be work or play or pleasure, every single task. And you'll start noticing that there are things in your business. There are things that you're doing at work that are either either taking up entirely too much time that you're expelling entirely too much effort or you're doing it at the wrong time or the, or the wrong days of the week. And you'll start noticing that there are things that you didn't even realize that you were doing that you don't need to be doing. I mean, we're, so, so let's get to number two. So number one, rearrange your time. Number two, if you are having problems just figuring out how to be consistent in your business, how to build your lifestyle business, how to have enough time to make offers, how to have enough time to go find prospects, how to have enough time to learn and build your sales skills. And you're just like, dude, how do I build this business? I'm a one man team. I can't do it. Number two, delegate, automate, delete. There's a book probably, I think, or a guy with a course, maybe, I don't know, but this is a term that is very popular. And it may even be like automate, delegate, delete. I'm not sure, but I do know that these three words are very powerful. And this phrase, if you can implement such a phrase in your business, boy, oh boy, when's the last time you heard boy, oh boy, (laughs) I have a workshop client and he's very similar to me in that he loves systems. Like he loves like being able to automate things as quickly as possible so that he can scale. He sees the benefit of being able to leverage his time to to do other things, but he quickly fills up his schedule with other things when he's relinquished the task that he now has other people doing instead of going now to use that time to focus on things that are actually going to push his business forward. So in a conversation with him, I was like, Hey, have you ever heard of like delegating, automating, and then deleting some processes in work and business? He's like, he was like, tell me more. <laughs> and um, this whole concept is predicated on what I just told you guys about really documenting what you're doing every single day. And once you have that final list, like let's say you do that for seven days, right? And you have the, the final list of the things that you do and how long each task is taken. And again, you can do it every hour just to make sure you're not missing anything or you can do it every three hours, but don't, don't try to stretch it more than that because you'll miss things. And just do it for a week. And again, this week, it feels like, oh my goodness, that's so much work. But really, this week is going to save you immense time over the next few years. We have to learn how to make these short-term sacrifices for long-term gains. So take a week, document your tasks, notice the inefficiencies, right? Notice the things that you don't need to be doing whatsoever. So let's just kind of walk through this delegate, automate, delete campaign. Walk through that list and look at all the things that are unnecessary. I mean, again, these can be things that you totally believe are 100% necessary at this current time, but really take a step back, really, really take a step back and ask yourself, is this necessary? Do I have to do this to keep business moving forward? Do I have to do this? Is it possible that this one, this here task does not have to be done or is a waste of time? If it is, remove that task from your to-do list and never look at it, never do it again. You delete that or save it 
for a more appropriate time. Now, if it's something that you have to do or that has to be done, hmm, well, that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to do it. So can we find somebody else to do it? And if we can, would it make sense for us to delegate this task to them? Meaning that if your time per hour is worth $500 and the task would cost you $100 to give to somebody else, first and foremost, you have just freed up yourself to do a $500 per hour task. More importantly, the person that you're handing this task off to, most likely because you hired them for this project or they're an employee or whatever the case may be, this is what they do every day. This is their area of expertise. This is what they've been doing for other clients, so on and so forth. So most likely they can do this here task better than you and at a cheaper rate, and they can do it for you in your business. And you can free up that time to do your $500 per hour task. Most people think that they save money by doing things themselves. And that is so far from the truth. There are certain stages, especially when you're first starting out to where it makes so much more sense to do it yourself, to save money. But that quickly and very quickly turns into, well, no, this is now wasting my time. I am not saving money. I am losing money every time I sit down to do this. It's not a very easy concept to grasp. My mom is a super successful entrepreneur. And when I try to convey this concept to her, she will not allow it. She won't even hear it out till this day. You know, she started buying rental property as well. And I keep telling her to stop doing the repairs. They're like, you know, little things, right? And she's like, no, I just want to, I just want to save the money. And first off, she doesn't need to save the money, but she's always had that mentality. And her saving that money is preventing her from doing other things and her other businesses. So it's not an easy concept to grasp no matter how successful you are. I have trouble with this all the time because there's a balance there that you have to learn how to strike. Now, in the 21st century, there are so many ways around deleting and delegating. If a task must be done and it has to be done, the third thing I want you to think about is automation. How can I put this on evergreen? How can I have these certain triggers automate to where I no longer have to perform this task? There's an app out there. You guys know I love apps, lifestyle design. Hey, look, give you guys the best apps. This is actually the best app ever, like one of them. Um, it's called Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R. And it is an app that allows, it allows different softwares to speak to each other, two entities that wouldn't normally be able to talk to each other. It allows them to speak and to perform tasks. So like if something is done in, in, in I guess the best thing to do is probably find an example to give you guys. Let's say I'm running a webinar, which I'm running a webinar next week, next Tuesday, April 2nd. Be sure to attend. It is going to show you how I've been able to build a lifestyle business through real estate and how my clients travel the world because of the lifestyle business that they've been able to build. It is over at beforethemillions.com forward slash webinar. Let's say I'm running this webinar, which I am next Tuesday. My webinar platform of choice, let's say that is Zoom. It's an online video conferencing software. Let's say when you apply for my webinar through my webinar platform of joy of choice, Zoom, you get an email, which you do, but that wouldn't be possible, which actually Zoom does have this feature, but let's just say Zoom was like the, a normal online video conferencing platform that wasn't hip. But when you register for a webinar and it collects your information, there's no way it can tell my email service provider that, hey, you know, the email service provider that sends you guys newsletters every single week, if you're on my email list, that service provider. There's no way it can go over to ConvertKit, which is my email service provider, and say, hey, this person just signed up for this webinar. Make sure that you send them emails about the webinar so they don't forget. There's no way it can do that. But with Zapier, it automates that. Because without Zapier, I would have to log in Zoom, create a list, export the list, download the list to my desktop, 
take the list, reformat the list, make sure that the list is perfect for ConvertKit so that when I upload the list, it's going to go seamlessly. And then I could add all the emails and it'll start sending all the reminders for my webinar coming up Tuesday, April 2nd, building your lifestyle business through real estate. That's that's a whole lot for me to do. And that takes up a whole lot of time. And I see each and every one of us doing these types of tasks where we have to learn and research and tweak and figure it out. And it's time numbing and consuming and it drains you. And it's like, well, I can't even focus on the things that make me money in my business. So how can you automate some of these tasks? That's what I want you guys to focus on. What can you start automating in your business? The same thing applies to brick and mortar businesses. What can you start automating? What can you start deleting? What can you start delegating? Again, that automation app is called Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R.com. I am not an affiliate by any means, but it is amazing. However, I am an affiliate for ConvertKit. So you can get ConvertKit over at beforethemillions.com forward slash ConvertKit. I have another client and she is gung-ho about being an investor. She's wanted to be an investor for a while. And I'm so happy that she's taken the leap of faith into investing and investing in herself. And she's now a client and she's overwhelmed. So much is going on at work. So much focus on things that pertain to her personal life. And she's just like, DeRay, like, I just have too much going on. There's no way I can focus on this one thing that I know is going to actually build my business. The one thing that I know is actually going to set me free. I can possibly focus on that. I have too much going on, DeRay. Where do I find the time? And I was just like, okay, let's, let's take a step back. What's your schedule? Kind of just break it down for me. And as she did, I stopped and I was like, wait, Let's let's just do something real quick. How about we we implement something I like to call again, guys, I'm not being super innovative here. These things are so not original, but it takes implementation to see the results. So I asked her to time block. Yes, guys, time blocking is key. There's a book called The One Thing. Maybe I'll be able to talk about that a little bit later if we have some time. But time blocking is essential. You have to time block. So now she time blocks every Saturday and Sunday from two to four. And that is her time to focus on her business uninterrupted. You cannot call her. You can't text her. You can't tweet her. You can't Facebook her, whatever that means. You can't not you. She's dead to the earth. She's focused on her business. That way she knows without a shadow of a doubt, those four hours that week, she's going to be super successful and super honed in on the things that she needs to do to keep business pushing forward. And now she's done it for days during the week as well, because our minimum was to get her to 10 hours a week focused on her business. And it's achievable when you time block, because if you don't time block and you say, well, I'm going to do it this weekend and this weekend comes up and you remember you have a baby shower to go to, you have a hair appointment, you have get you got to get your nails done. And you're like, well, which one of these things got to go? <laughs> I see you real estate investing. We can push you back just a little bit. And then the time comes in which it's time to go real estate investing or hunting. Right. And um, it's like, nah, yeah, we got to push you back again, buddy. So if you time block and if you commit to that time block, it changes everything. Okay, so recap, rearrange your time. Number one, delegate, automate, delete numero dos and time blocking. Number three, have this mastermind member different from the mastermind member we just touched on. This mastermind member, (laughs) he has a ton of businesses going. So not one, not two, not three, but maybe like four and He's constantly bombarded with calls, emails, texts, Facebook alerts, tweets, Insta DMs. 
and he gets notifications for these things. Like for me, I don't get any social media notifications, guys. So anything that happens on Facebook, anything that happens on Instagram, anything that happens anywhere, like I will not be notified until I actually physically get on the app. There's a lot of good reasons for that. We're not going to get into that on this episode, but I just have always been like that. But I know that certain, I know that there are certain jobs and certain businesses that require you to be first, right? So you have to respond first. You have to be the first person on people's minds. You have to get to the client or the customer or the seller first, right? So in those types of businesses, you are glued to your phone and it's a must, right? I mean, your single most relevant job as a, like, let use a realtor for an example. Your single most relevant job is to pick up the phone. You have no other job but to pick up the phone. So anyways, this member of my mastermind group came to me and said, hey, DeRay, I am having this situation. And I said, what's up, my man? What are we talking about today? And he was just like, dude, like I had this situation about a month ago and now it's kind of crept back up on me. And I was like, okay, well, the solution a month ago worked out pretty well for about a month and now we're finding ourselves in old habits. So maybe we need to find a different solution and see if that works. And he was like, you know what, DeRay, you might be right. So I asked him to break down his schedule for me. And this time he actually broke it down and I wrote down every single thing that he does in detail. So as I wrote every single thing he did down, I noticed that he, he literally picked up every single call and he had a conversation about helping somebody get started in real estate. And he, and he had another conversation about fixing repairs. And he had another conversation about helping somebody get started in this other business. And then he had another conversation about this person who started the, one of the businesses that he has. And that person needs help to do this, that, and the third. And then he had another conversation with his investment group and on and on and on. And I was like, wow, this guy's on the phone more than me. <laughs> so... Here's the solution I came up with. Again, guys, I am not a rocket scientist. Like these are literally age old solutions, but they work surprisingly. I said, you know what? I noticed that you're doing X, Y, and Z a whole lot. And it's taking up this many hours. And it's not really in direct correlation with your number one goal for this quarter. So the time allotted to X, Y, and Z that's taking up 80% of your time and you're leaving 20% of your time for the goals that you actually have is not really lining up with the things that you say are important to you. And again, this is something that I wasn't picking on him because I do that to myself. I do that to my mom. I do that to your mom. I'm sorry. I wouldn't do that to your mom. I would only do that to my mom because I love her. Um, and if you do love your mom, you do it to her too. So I do it to the people that I'm around and I care about because I know that it's hard for us to see ourselves and what we're doing and how we're sabotaging our success. He's very similar to me in that he loves to help people. He loves to give back. He loves to dedicate his time to his craft. And if he can help you get to the next level, he will. He'll drop everything and he will help you. That is who he is. And I was like, dude, like that's our Achilles heel, man. Like we have to start scheduling that time. You cannot let people invade your time. You just cannot, especially if you're trying to get to the top. And his first question was like, well, what is everybody going to think? And how will people react if I'm no longer that person who like, I'm always there. And I'm like, dude, I had that same fear. I thought that people would think that I changed or I'm different or, you know, oh, I think that you know, like you have to schedule time with me and all this and all of that. I actually just gave it away. It's called scheduling. So number four is scheduling. But what, what actually ends up happening is that those people actually, they, they respect you more. They admire you. They're like, dude, rock on. That's awesome. I understand. And it makes a whole lot of sense. You know, because what I asked him to do was I said, hey, all those calls you're taking throughout the week, how about you just have like two, three, maybe a four hour block on Fridays because Fridays are his free, free days. Just have a, a few hours, you know, worth of time on Fridays and use a scheduling tool, right? So Calendly, 
C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y. It's a very hard word to say, like calendar, but with an L-Y at the end. Calendly. It'll be in the show notes. And another app called Schedule Once, which just got bought out, I think, by OneTub. It'll be in the show notes as well. I use both of those. They're paid softwares and they're amazing. But I asked him to use a scheduling tool to have people who would normally just call him like bulldoze, like whatever he has going on. And he would pick up the, like he could be in the middle of a of, you know, like running analysis for a deal and wanting to drop this offer. And he gets a call and he's not going to make that offer for the next two hours, if maybe even the next day, because now like, you know, family's here and he has to do this, that and the third. And you can totally get derailed by these calls there. I mean, it's it's like, dude. You cannot let people control your time. That's another reason why you don't wake up and look at your phone because the minute you do that, whatever is in your phone, whatever text message is waiting for you, whatever emails are already there, if you if you give them grant, if you grant them access, like they they will live that's how your day will start is whatever the other people have already dictated for you that's in your phone. So you want to dictate your day. You want to have that control if you want to get to your goals, right? So I said, "Dude, come on, man. Your goals are so much more important right now." You're trying to create legacy wealth for your family. We got to get you to that, man. And you're going to be able to help a whole lot more people in that position. And I'm not saying you shouldn't help the people along the way. I'm never saying that. But that needs to be in a controlled environment, dude. It needs to be in a controlled environment. And that's really the key. That's the key to everything we've been talking about. Rearranging your time. Delete, automate, uh, delegate. Time blocking. Everything needs to be a controlled environment. You can't have all, all your goals and aspirations and dreams in a controlled environment. But the people outside that are able to influence you and and come into your world and change up your plans and change up the timing of everything that you're doing, that's not going to be controlled. You got to control that too, dude. So now, four hours a day, he sends anybody, anywhere, anytime that needs help with anything that he has an expertise in, he's willing to help as he normally does. But if you call him on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, you're not going to talk to him for an hour just because you want to, just because you can call him. He's going to actually pick up the phone and he's going to send you a link to his calendar and be like, hey, like, these are my goals right now. And I hope you can understand. I would more than happy, more, I would be more than happy to help you with whatever it is that you want. Just schedule this time and we'll talk on Friday as polite as possible. And it's the best. It's been amazing. I mean, for him, the, the very next week he started implementing that, like literally nobody called him anymore. And he was just like, Dre, nobody, nobody's calling me. Like, I'm good now. I don't even need this. I don't even need this change anymore. But of course, guys, we know that in the long term, like that's that's just going to I mean, I'm I was just when we when we got through that, I was like, dude, this is going to change your life. Because I know how much time like I mean, add up the hours that you spend on the phone with these random calls that come in because you're not controlling that environment. (laughs) So scheduling, guys, schedule, schedule, schedule. There should be a schedule for everything. If it's not scheduled for me, it's not going to get done or it's not going to happen. It has to be scheduled. And these days you can use a scheduling tool like Calendly or Schedule Once. Okay, last but not least, this is something, and this is only because this is episode 100 that I'm telling you guys, like I'm gonna just let all the all the cats out of the bag this episode because it's a special, it's a momentous occasion. I mean, come on, dude. I've been talking with my mastermind members. I think I've also told my clients too, but I've been really just like, I have these goals. Right. And they're huge goals. And I don't even always like to broadcast my goals. Right. Sometimes you you're, you have that fear of what other people will think. Like, who is he to have a goal like that? You know, so sometimes I mean, I heard this quote one day. It might have even been on my podcast. One of the guests said uh, you um, to paraphrase, he said, you guard your glow up goals. So you guard these like big audacious goals you have and you oh, and you you tell your give up goals. 
And so, like, if you're trying to give up smoking or if you're trying to give up substance or whatever, like, you tell those goals to other people, but you guard your glow-up goals. And there's a lot of reasoning behind that. But anyways, two of my goals are to, one, create this. There's this journal I've been wanting to create, guys. Um, it's It's been an itch for a while. And I know that if it continues to remain an itch for, like, the next few weeks to months, I'm going to do it. And it's to create this, it's to create a journal, a 90 day journal. And I'll get into that a little bit here shortly. And then I have another goal, which has nothing to do with anything. I just brought it up since I thought about this goal. Well, first off, this goal, this journal goal, I want to do it in 2020. Like next year, I want to have this goal uh, completed if I move forward with this goal, which most likely I will. And my other goal is to host my own conference to where I am the host, the primary keynote speaker, and People from all over the world are going to fly in. Again, big goal, amazing goal. And then I want to make it annual after that, right? So one of my biggest 2020 goals is to come out with this journal. And then one of my biggest 2021 goals is to have my first live conference. You guys are hearing it first here on episode 100. And these are like things that are like under wraps, like things I only like really discuss with the members of my mastermind group, my family, and, you know, close personal friends. But the reason I wanted to create this journal, this, I think this, this thought first came about maybe October or November of 2018. And when I first had the idea, I I thought it was like revolutionary. I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm going to create this 90 day goal journal. And I don't think that there's going to be one of its kind. And, you know, the first journal I ever, I ever went to go purchase, like that was of this nature, because I've had many journals, um, was the Freedom Journal by John Lee Dumas. And I'm currently still using that now. And I was just like, dude, this is amazing. This concept, like I was just imagining how many people I could help with just like giving this journal out as a gift. Like it is so revolutionary to me, guys. And again, it's not really revolutionary because these are these are because these are age old time proven things that work. Right. But anyways, I got super excited about the the results that the journal would provide. And I knew how much it would help real estate investors. And I was like, dude, if I can just find a way to add a real estate like component to this journal, like this journal, you know, with my tribe, like this, this will, this will take off. Like this is beautiful. And I presented that with a member of one of my mastermind groups at the time. And he was like, dude, you should do it. His name is Zach. And he was like, dude, you should do it. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah, go ahead and get started. I was like, well, no, I got, I got all this stuff going on in 2019. I can't, can't put my focus there again, going back to time and time blocking and scheduling. So I started to schedule. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to schedule this. If I do decide to do this, I'm going to decide by the end of this quarter, Q1 of 2019. And if I make that decision, I'm going to actually start working on it over the next few months. So like maybe by Q4 of 20 of this year, I'll maybe like have a beta, right? So I'll give it as gifts to a few people, like, in September so that they can work through it like October, November, and December. And I'll give it as a gift to like 10 or 20 people so that when January comes around and I launch the journal, I'll have like 10 or 20 testimonials that, hey, this is what worked. This is how I liked it. And I'll get all this feedback. I'll be able to revamp it and I'll be able to drop it next year. Like for real. Oh, that reminds me. So if you're interested in like being in this beta group, like it would be like 10 of us or 20 of us. I just want to like test the journal and see how you guys like it. Just send me a quick email. In the title of that email, put 90 day journal. So send me a quick email if you just want like a free before the millions. And I don't know what it's going to be called. Like I have no idea, like even if I'm even doing it right. But I'm about 85% sure I'm going to do it. And this timeline is the timeline that I'm going to work with. So if you want like that 
free journal that's going to be um, out hopefully next year, then send me an email and in the email subject header, put 90 day journal. And my journal is not going to be like any old journal. It's going to be first class, possibly with engravings and a bunch of other works. Again, it's not just journaling on white paper or in a you know blank journal, but these journals, they have concepts. They have these 90 day trajectories and these 90 day concepts. And again, I, I talked about this concept of a 90 day year vividly on one of the episodes during the beginning of the year. And that was because I had just got done reading, reading the 12 week year. Great book. And hopefully we'll talk about that at the end as well. But I started having these 12 week years and it condensed my year down so much rather than having these yearly goals and not really being able to plan out for 365 days, but really just having a sole focus on 90 days, what you can do in your business in the next 90 days, having that focus, writing your goals down every day and writing the steps that you need to get to your goals in a, in a month, then in a week, then in a day. And the three things that are going to help you get there that day and what you have to do, you cannot run from the truth. You cannot, you cannot lie to yourself, right? So it, it makes you, it literally forces you to achieve your goals. And if you don't, you look at your your disappointments right in the eye. And you're like, I didn't do that. And I wrote that I was going to do that. And now I have to look at that and I have to own up to that. And it's powerful. So look, the first three keys were like, hey, like rearrange your time, delegate, automate, delete, time block. These are things that are going to help you have more time, create more time, right? But then the, the next two, scheduling, right? And journaling, your 90 day, you're not like a 90 day goal journal are helping you use the time that you do have as efficiently as possible to make sure that you're going after the things that are actually going to help your business move forward. So meaning that you're not going to have this goal of being a real estate investor and having five properties by the end of the year, but in your journal, you see week after week, all you're doing is working on business cards, working on my website. And then you realize, well, me rearranging my desk, me getting ready for this coffee, me doing this, me doing that. How many of these things are actually putting deals in my pocket or getting me in front of actual customers, getting me in front of actual buyers, getting me in front of actual sellers, Make having me make actual offers? You'll start to realize that you're wasting your time in things that you believe are moving your business forward and they're not. There's this guy and he's like, I need to figure out this whole LLC thing for the past month. Like, dude, go make an offer. When you journal, when you have 90 day goals or even a vision board, it becomes crystal clear when you have to write down and you have to come face to face with your goal, with your single most relevant goal for the next 90 days. You have to write that goal down every single day. You become one with that goal. So I tried out the Freedom Journal this first 90 day period, and it was amazing. I loved every bit of it and I got so much value from it. I was like, okay, I need to take a lot of the concepts that I've learned and hone them in and make them my own and also add this real estate flair and taste to it. Like it's going to be beautiful, right? And I was like, I'm going to do this every single quarter until the end of the year with a different 90 day journal. So this next 90 day journal I'm going to pick up is the, and it's actually probably already in the mail because I ordered it last week. It's called the 90X Goal Planner. So 90xgoalplanner.com. And I don't know who that one is by, but it's just as good from what I can tell. And I'm going to use that this quarter. So Q2 coming up and I'm going to let you guys know the results. I'm actually also going to, again, use it as a blueprint. So by the end of the year, I'll have four different 90 day journals as a blueprint and what I want to use to carry into my journal, the Before the Millions 90 day journal. I don't know what it's going to be called. It's going to be great. So I have this plan and I had this plan back in what December, January, when I really just like came up with the plan full fledged. And I was telling my mastermind group and one of the dudes in the group was like, dude, like bigger pockets just came out with that. And I was like, are you serious? 
And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that killed me. But immediately I reinforced the mindset saying that, hey, I am a completely different person from Bigger Pockets. I have a completely different platform. I have a completely different set of people who tune in and who love my show. And I have a completely different value set. And this applies for any of us in any industry, anywhere. And there are certain people who resonate with me more than they would resonate with anybody else. And that applies for you and your business as well. There are so many newcomers in different businesses that say, why me? Like, why? Like, who am I to do this? And you have to stop thinking like that, because if you do, the people that you're supposed to help, they're supposed to come after you. They're never going to find their light. So I immediately got out of that mindset thinking like, oh, well, they've already done it. Not only because like, hey, like I was like, now who's going to be interested in mine? But also that I don't want to seem like I did this because they did it, right? So there was a lot of limiting beliefs, but I, again, being a part of a mastermind group, it immediately helps you refocus on what's true and what value you can have and what value you do add to the world. So I said, you know what? I don't care that they have it. I'm glad you guys told me that, but I'm still going to go forward with the plan that I already had before I knew this. So I am going to try their journal, however. So that may be the third one in Q3. I'm going to try the bigger pockets. I think theirs is called the 90 day intention journal. And since that one is real estate focused, I should really, really be able to get a lot of nuggets out of that one. But I'm pretty sure it's not going to be the same concept that I have going on for you guys. The overall premise, guys, is that journaling is powerful. Writing down your goals daily is powerful. And if you can time block, rearrange your time, delegate, automate, delete, schedule your time, and write down your goals every single day, you will be an ultra successful entrepreneur. You will be better. You will be in the 1%. You will be the 1%. You will have the single most precious gift on this earth. Money cannot buy it. I had a guest ask me on the show one time, if I would, if I could trade my youth for Warren Buffett's age and his wealth, right? So if I was 60, 70, 80. I have no idea how how old Warren Buffett is. And I was worth billions of dollars. Would I trade that for who I am today? I said never in a million years. Why? Because time is our most valuable resource. So let's spend our time doing the things that are actually going to get us to our goals. But most importantly, guys, most importantly, let's spend our time with our loved ones, creating moments, having fun, experiencing experiences, becoming experienced at our favorite hobby, building a business that can literally have you quit your job and travel the world, visit exotic countries, try lean. I was going to say try lean cuisine, but you don't want to try that in Aruba. (laughs) Try exotic cuisines. That is how important it is to, to focus on this one this one gift that is not promised tomorrow, our time, focus on this thing and, and, and study it. There's a concept called Einstein's time that I'd, I'd love to get into on this episode. But again, Einstein studied time and how to time travel per se. And time travel is a real thing. And you guys probably are like, okay, this is, I didn't know I was tuned into Sesame Street <laughs> and it makes sense to me. So it's real, right? If somebody says it, it has to be real, if somebody smart says it, it really has to be real. Anyways, I digress. But seriously, guys, time is our most precious asset on this earth. Let's start treating it as such. That's why we have this podcast is because I do not care about financial freedom. I care about time freedom. But you cannot have time freedom and have a serious impact on this world without financial literacy and financial freedom. And that is why the For the Millions podcast is what it is today. Because this is what we're gearing towards, and this is what we're helping you and I achieve every single day, every single week. We have a guest on the show, just 
I mean, literally giving all of like, guys, come on, like we get them to give out all of their stuff and then we go implement it in our businesses and we're all the better for it. And you shouldn't be ashamed of that. You should be thrilled, excited, thank them. Hey, I'm glad you, you, you know, you shared how you got there because the people I'd like to bring on the show, the people I love to pour into us are people just like you and me. Like I am of the abundance mindset. I know the more people I help, the more people I share the goodness with, the better off we're all going to be. So I thank you guys for your time. Like you guys tune in every week. And these are not like these 10 minute podcasts. Like these are not the quick 15 minute tips of the week. Like these are one hour in length and you guys are here with me. Like this is just phenomenal. But that's because you guys care about your time and you know that this is enriching to your soul, right? Your motivation, your inspiration, and it's an investment in yourself. So the more of these types of activities that you do, the more you show the universe that, hey, I care about my time and I want financial freedom and I want time freedom. And I'm serious about this. And I'm going to do what it takes to have as much freedom as possible for myself and my family for generation to generation to generation. So sign me up for the time block and sign me up for the delete, automate, delegate. Sign me up to rearrange my time because I got goals. I appreciate each and every single one of you for tuning in. We're 100 episodes in and we're going to have 100 more, 200 more, 300 more. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting stuff. For more inspiration on time, because time can go in so many different directions. I have three books that I'd love to recommend for you guys since we don't have a lifestyle design acceleration hacks um, section today. So book number one is The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. That book is probably my number one book in the entire world. I say that multiple times. It will not change. That book is like amazing. The 4-Hour Workweek, it gave me it gave me the blueprint. It gave me the map. It gave me the everything that I was looking for at a time that I knew not how to get to my goals or what my goals even were, how to define them, the the vision to reach for. That's what that book did for me. And I think it's done for a lot. It's done that for a lot of people and it can do that for you. It's the perfect book on time. In fact, it goes against all common belief about time and how time should be spent. It's crazy. It's going to tell you things like don't ever watch the news. I told my mom that the other day and she was just like, yeah, you need to stop reading books like that. That is not good for you. Because you know, some people grow up in that, hey, like, you're not keeping up with the news. What do you, I mean, that's that's always been frowned upon. Like, dude, you have to keep up. with. You have to know what's going on, current events. And he just blows that belief out of the water. It's crazy. So the 4-Hour Workweek is an amazing book on time, but it's not even really about time. It's about freedom. It's about automation. So, I mean, this book may actually have a bit about delete, automate, delegate. So don't be surprised if you see that in here. Because this book is largely on automation and to give you a lot of different apps that you're going to be able to use for automation. Another book I want to recommend is The 12-Week Year. And this book, I actually just read December 31st of last year, going in, coming into this year because I wanted to be more focused. I wanted to have better goals and I wanted to be able to actually achieve the goals that I set out for myself in a single year. So I read The 12-Week Year. And this book has the premise that instead of setting these big, audacious one-year goals, I mean, these goals that we often can't even plan for because during the 65 days, there's a whole lot for the human mind to comprehend. How about we just set these large, audacious 12-week goals? And these in these three months, we have major things that we know we need to accomplish to get to our goals. And it's visible in the foreseeable future. And it's able, and we're able to plan for it. Like you can book things and you can rent things and you can start things and finish things. And it's not this big, ambiguous time frame, but something digestible. And not only that, but you can 
work Parkinson's law against itself. And hey, something that you thought could have taken a year has now been condensed into 12 weeks and you can get feedback immediately. and You can implement a whole new game plan in the next 12 weeks and get a different, better result. It's beautiful. The 12 week year. Last but not least, The One Thing by Gary Keller. This book is another timely book and it's timely because again, it focuses on those, those last two points, scheduling and perhaps even journaling. Because with the one thing, the premise is that there is one task, not three, not four, not five, not six, not 10, because we have like a to-do list of 10, 20 things during the day. I know I do sometimes. Like my, when I was at, when I had a corporate job, I, my to-do list were stickies. I didn't want to pull out my phone every second and I didn't want to put it on the work computer. So I literally stick, I was the sticky king stickies everywhere. I had a thought while I was working about my business, I'm jotting it down and I'm getting back to work. I'm just throwing stuff on stickies constantly because sometimes I'm listening to a a ton of podcasts. So there are things I need to research later so I don't use up work hours to do work in my business. Where was I? The one thing. So with the one thing, it has you focus on one, not 10, not 20, but once. And it was so hard for me back then. I mean, I just, when I first read the one thing, I was something that I did not like the book because I truly believe that you cannot tell me that there is only one thing that I should be focused on in my business. And that if I focus on that one thing, all I think the saying was like this one thing, everything else will not matter. Like, dude, like get real. I have, there's a million different things that like are hitting the, fl- the fire and I need to put out the, the flame in all of them. So no, there's not one thing. Um, so the book didn't resonate with me the first time around. It wasn't until I became a full-time entrepreneur and I realized that the one thing theme is actually quite possible and very doable. And now that I have more things than ever to control, it makes so much more sense. It's crazy. <laughs> so read the book, understand the concept and start planning around the concept of the one thing. There's another book that I, I didn't have on my list, but now that I'm talking about the one thing, it's it's going to pop into my head here pretty soon, but it talks about time blocking for four hour increments. It may be the one thing, but it may honestly be deep work. And I had to look it up real quick. (laughs) Uh, Deep work is another good book. And since that is not on my top three list for time, we're not going to talk about deep work. It's by, it's by Cal Newport. It wasn't a favorite of mine at the time as well. It's just, I mean, again, different seasons for different reasons. You just like, eh, that book kind of rolled off and this book stuck and yeah. But oftentimes some of these books I read earlier on and I come back and read them, they have a profound effect. So maybe if I read deep work again, it'd be like, wow, night and day, this is amazing. But um, it's a good book and it really gives you the framework that you need to start blocking off time. So going back to time blocking, that'd be a great book for time blocking. Ladies and gents, episode 100 is officially in the books. If you focus on the one thing, you know how um, in uh, you guys probably didn't watch the adventures of Jackie Chan when you were a little, the cartoon, because um, his uncle would always have like this this phrase, it would go like when Jackie was leaving the store that his uncle was running, he would try to rush out and then he would leave. And then as he left, like you would kind of hear the bells and he wouldn't even get to that part. Like his uncle would like put up one finger and like he would have this high pitched voice and he would tell him like whatever he needs to tell him. But he would always start with this phrase. He'd go, Jackie, one more thing. And that last thing was always gold. So the last thing I have for you guys, that's going to be gold in this particular moment is that I have a webinar, is that if you want these concepts that you've heard us talk about all year, these beautiful, beautiful business concepts and methods and strategies, I mean, from time blocking, right, to like 
I mean, far off things that some people are not even thinking about in their business, like email marketing and segmenting to sales, to real estate, to online business, to freedom of time and money. If you want any of these things, right? All of these things, we have the product suite to help you. Whether you're a first time investor or you're an experienced business owner, head over to beforethemillions.com forward slash work with me. Let's get you to your goal. I mean, you see that there has been an individual for every single point that we've talked about today that I've been able to help them get to their time goal because everybody's situation is different. And what you're facing, you may not have the answer to. You may not even be able to understand. You may not even be able to see you looking at you like you cannot even see you looking at you. It's like the fish in the fishbowl can't see the fish tank from your point of view on the outside looking in, but you can. And when you get other people to help with your progress and your process, because you're that bowl and you're that fish in the fish tank and you can't see your progress, you can't see what you're doing, you can't see your blind spots, but other people can see the whole fish tank. They can see the whole picture. And if they have experience in that, they can lead and guide you to what's going to help you get to your goal the fastest. So if you want to work with me, head over to beforethemillions.com forward slash work with me. And if you want to build your online business, you want to build a real estate portfolio that has you literally replacing your income at work. You make $5,000 a month at work. Okay, cool. You get a deal done a month, you'll make $5,000. That's one deal a month. You add a deal in your portfolio in that same month, every month, you'll add an extra $250 or $500 in your pocket. That's pretty awesome. And that grows every single month. It doesn't stay the same. It increases and it's perpetual for life. So imagine entering real estate, knowing that I'm going to buy one house and I'm going to maybe wholesale one house every month. And if you just do that, just just that alone, getting that system down pat, you'll hit six figures before you know it. And we have this theme, right? Like we have the camp of two years or less, two years or less. You want to leave your job two years or less. Let's do it. Anyways, if you want some of this help, if you want me to help you build your system, if you even want to learn about the system that we're building, have a webinar coming up, building your lifestyle business through real estate. April 2nd, Tuesday, 7 p.m. CST. Head over to beforethemillions.com forward slash webinar. That is beforethemillions.com forward slash webinar and register today. I just hosted this webinar for the first time last week. Oh my goodness. It was crazy. Crazy madness. Posted all over social media. I think we had like 20, 25 people sign up in like the first 45 minutes. Not only I could only open it for 100 spots. I literally talked about it for a day. Like the day before is the day I started I started promoting it. This webinar, I'm going to promote for about a week. So better believe that it's going to fill up really fast. And now that there's a ton of excitement from people who've actually gotten the info they're now implementing, ugh, they're telling their friends and everybody signing up. So guys, head over to beforethemillions.com forward slash webinar if you want to, quite frankly, build your lifestyle business. If you are listening to this podcast anytime in the future, head over to beforethemillions.com forward slash webinar for our upcoming webinar schedule. I hope this episode was helpful. I hope you learned about time management in the most non-boring way. And if you have any feedback, if you have any tips, or if you just want to say hello, find me on Instagram at Daray, D-A-R-A-Y-O-L-A-L-E-Y-E, and just drop in, say hi, let's get to know each other. Let's see if I can help you get to your goal. I mean, you never know what comes of these relationships. And if there's one thing that I've learned over the years, it is not actually about what you know. It's about who you know. Let's get connected and let's take our businesses, all of us, to the next level. I'll see you guys on episode 101.